Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fiebernitz. Few national team players here on the Seattle Sounders, Clint Dempsey, Eddie Johnson. We're back here um, at MSU Impact Studios. Um, I'm Fino, um, alongside Jonathan Yales, uh, Brooks, and our guest, Zach, um, former intern at U.S. Soccer. I keep bringing that up because I love it. Um, but speaking of U.S. Soccer, the World Cup draw was today. And it was an interesting World Cup draw, to say the least, for the United States. They are, a lot of people are labeling them in this group of death, which a lot of people did predict. I know Jonathan Yales... Um, was doing a lot of predictions kind of yesterday off air, kind of the best case scenario for U.S. soccer, the worst case scenario for U.S. soccer. I know Brooks was doing that as well. And the best case scenario looked really good and really optimistic with Greece and Switzerland. And then the worst case scenario looked awful. Um, where it's Adam Silver, I believe his name was on ESPN. He had Nate Silver. Adam is another guy. East Lansing native. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, no way. East Lansing High School. No way. So Nate Silver. Um he had the soccer power index, um, so which is something to, kind of important to bring up. And on the top of the U.S. Um, selection show on ESPN2, it was 11.30 a.m. The show did air. Um, he kind of said the best scenario for the U.S. soccer and the worst-case scenario. And in the best-case scenario situation, you have the U.S. soccer at about a 75% chance of advancing. And the worst-case scenario was a 15% chance. And that was in a group with, I believe it was Spain and Chile and whatnot. But the point is, that didn't happen, and the U.S. gets drawn into this group G for just god-awful. <laughs> um, and it's this group of death, and it's this, it's this Germany, Portugal, United States, and Ghana, which a lot of people would argue that the United States is the worst team in that group, and which is kind of miraculous and really shocking because the U.S. is the 13th ranked team, according to the Coca-Cola FIFA rankings, U.S. is 13th. So for a 13th team to be the worst in its group, I would label that as a group of death as well. You know, we're complaining about a group of death. Poor Portugal. I feel like they get in a group of death every year because they really do. And now when you look at Portugal, are they going to advance? Is the United States going to advance? First of all, it's prelim, so we're not going to go into it too much. But Yale's, and then we'll talk about other groups, but for the United States group of Group G, who do you like to advance and your top two teams, who wins this group, who runs up, and who doesn't make it through? Well, just going back to what you were saying about Nate Silver, he also said after the draw um, with that soccer power ranking or so- soccer power index, um, Germany's got a 92% chance to go through. Portugal's got a 40. Ghana's 29, and we're 39. So it's it's coming down to that Portugal game. It sounds like yeah. Um, it's going to be close. I, I don't think we'll make it through. We have to win against Ghana in order to get through. I don't think we can get away with a tie. I don't think we can get away with a loss and still make it through the uh, group stage. And winning, to get, uh, winning against Ghana has been something that you know the U.S. has not been able to do ever. And, <laughs> and e- even, even U.S. people, Bob Bradley, got dominated when he was a mm-hmm. coach of Egypt to even get here. So I don't see us even winning a game. I don't... Um, I, 
Cristiano Ronaldo can take over a game. You saw that against Sweden and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and Germany is just a power. I know we beat them in the summer, but that was their B-side. They only had Klosa, and it wasn't. So it's it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. I, Brooks, what do you got? I mean, okay, it's it's the, it's the game of soccer. Anything's possible. You know, like I, I, I watch the BPL every, you know, every, uh, you know, Saturday, sometimes one of the league is on. But it's soccer. Anything can happen. You know, the big boys go down in the BPL to the teams that have, like, nothing, that have no money to spend. So anything can happen. But let's be honest here. The U.S. does have a very difficult time, you know, will have a difficult time to get out of this group. They can beat Ghana. I know they have not played. They have not played well against Ghana, as Zach, as, as Zach mentioned. But, you know, it's soccer. There's a chance. Portugal, you take out Ronaldo, you frustrate him. You know, he ends up frustrating the rest of his team because he's crying that he doesn't get the ball, you know, enough. There you go. If you do that, you can probably create some chances and some, you know, counterattacks. Germany is the big question. If they can, I, I think if they can beat Ghana and draw Germany... They have a good chance, and I think they can draw Germany. They just have to find the right defensive line and players to put in the midfield. Now, the thing is for Jurgen Klinsmann against Germany, is he going to play really defensively, or is he going to play him straight up in the 4-4-2 or something like that? So, you know, I mean, Germany's got some great players. We have you no know, Schürrle, who plays for Chelsea. You know, Kroos, who plays for Bayern Munich. We got Mario Goetze, who's this up-and-coming next, next Messi, who plays for Bayern Munich. You know, we, we, they have a lot of great players. Mertesacker plays for Arsenal. Uh, and they're all big and strong, too. German. So, yes. It fits the German, uh, that German outlook, right? Mm-hmm. So, but no, we have to beat Ghana, and we have to at least draw with Germany. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we can draw or beat Portugal. I think they can get out. I know. So you think they can get out of the group? I think they can get out, but they're not going to win it. I think they can get second place, but they're not going to win. But you know what? I think if you look at getting out of the group, I think because you look at the way that it's set up, is it's almost like you'd rather the United States to runner-up. You win the group, you most likely have to go through against a Belgium team in that in that round of 16. Now, Belgium is the thorn, and they killed us. I think it was in Cleveland, whatever it was. They thrashed United States soccer, and they're a very good team. You know, skies up and down, very deep. Now, do I think the United States can get out of this group? I think it's possible to get out of the group. I just don't see it. I just, it's just a very bad draw for United States, and it's it blo- it stinks. It blows whatever you want to you know any other terrible terrible synonym you want to throw in there. It's just it's a bad draw. You know, someone like Australia who isn't too bad of a team. There's no chance they get out of that group. You look at a team like Honduras. I mean, that's for them. That's a dream draw because they're not a good team. But for them, they get Switzerland, they get Ecuador, and they get a France. And a France team that's probably the worst it's been in a, in a while. So if you're looking at another CONCACAF team like Honduras, they got a draw. You know, the funny thing is too about France is they're not actually that bad. They just don't play very well together. They don't that's play. That's the sad part. They're underperforming. They, they yeah. underperform so, so much. It, it's, it's really sad. This but the, past World Cup. Yeah. This, they really have, because Anelka, like, you know, had the whole thing. Anelka yeah. is, you know, whatever. But they still have Frank Ribery, and I think he is a playmaker. And he is, he was a finalist, guys, for FIFA Player of the Year. So here's a guy that, we mentioned a guy that can take over a game. You mentioned the German league in Bayern Munich. Here's a guy that plays there and plays very well and dominates. So you look at another CONCACAF team's draw. You look at Argentina's draw. Their draw is almost a dream draw. Them and Bosnia go through for me in that group, Group F. You have Iran and Nigeria aren't going to do anything. And then you get to the United States draw, where it's Germany, Portugal, U.S., 
and Ghana. Can U.S. beat Ghana? Because it, it's almost like for them to get out of the group, they have to beat Ghana. A team that Zach mentioned, they've had no success over. Bob Bradley gets killed, loses 6-1 first leg in a Ghana playoff. You almost knew it. The Pharaohs weren't going anywhere. Bob Bradley's out of a job. And that's it. So it's simply put that the United States has to beat Ghana in the first game. Can we agree on that? If they're going to get through, they have to beat Ghana. And I don't think a result cuts it. I think a win, three points is necessary because it's very realistic that you could lose to a Germany or a Portugal team. But Grant Wall did tweet something that I took notice for, that the United States plays Germany last, third game. And by that point, Germany will have most likely already clinched there and booked their ticket for the round of 16. Do they feel a lighter team when they're clinched? Now, you don't know if they're in a position where they can win the group or runner-up the group. If you're in, you're in, but you want to win that group. That's another thing is how things play out. The World Cup is six months away. So a lot of things could happen in a six-month period. I mean, Germany did lose Kadira to that ACL injury. Yeah. That's a, hu- that was, that's you know, a huge loss. I mean, th- there's six months of you know guys playing for their club team and playing some front-end exhibitions. You never know what's going to happen. So, you know, just, but, gotta, but, just remember that. But just listen to us. We're trying to make excuses. We're banking on the other teams getting how bad injured so we can get through. So that tells you something about our team. Um, I, th- I we, mean, we can see them getting through, but just everything, everything that's in this group just tells you we're not going to do it. They haven't shown us in the past couple of World Cups. We don't think we're that team yet. We don't have the confidence. Uh, us as fans don't have the confidence, um, and it's just it's not set up. The biggest it gets difficult. Your opponent gets more difficult as you go. You have all the pressure to win that Ghana game, and traveling is going to be a problem we're in the worst group for travel so you have to win that first ghana game and then you have to go to the amazon and play portugal um and then you'll finish with the best team in germany yeah they might already be clinching and feel the weaker team but it's still the biggest game of the group so everything is kind of set up against them so i think it's just it's, it's not gonna work that's something's crazy that you know yale's mentioned u.s is the second worst travel Worst. Worst. It is the worst. It's 9,000 miles. But I think that's a big excuse. It is the worst. I thought it was the second worst. Okay, it's so it's it is. the worst, but I think it's the biggest excuse in the world. You're a professional athlete. You've played You know, you know. played so many years of professional sports. You're used to the travel. You should be fine with that. I agree, but Klinsman, and you know, you can't argue that the professional athletes, they're experienced, but Klinsman preaches his guys off recovery. And traveling 9,000, or is it 8,000, um, is like 8,892, 9,000 um, miles is a lot of miles to travel. You know, Yale's mentioned it. You, you're on the coast for game one. You fly millions, or not millions, thousands of miles to the Amazon. 1,700. Yeah, to the Amazon. And then you are 1,700 miles or whatever it is back, and you're on the coast again to face the best team in your group. It's so demanding. But you know what? This is the World Cup. This is expected. Next World Cup's in Russia. What do you expect in the travel in Russia is going to be? It's going to be worse. So I think this is something that the team has to acclimate themselves is this is a tough group. But you know what? I think the U.S. has a chance to get out of the group. I don't think they will. But who wins the group? Well, let me say first. I, I think it, is, it was a little built up, that yeah. excuse. They, everyone liked to say, oh, we're in the worst travel group, and it was something we can talk about. But Klinsman did say the day before he will take anything but having to go to Manau. He did not want to go there. Um, he w- he would have played Brazil. He liked that matchup better than having to go to the Amazon. And that's exactly what he got. And he got, in his press conference after the draw, he did not look that happy. He's not a very 
happy looking guy, but he just he looked extremely disappointed because the worst possible thing happened to him and he knew that's going to affect his team and he knows the most about his players so i think it's going to be a problem um as for who's going to win this group i think it's going to be germany um they're just going to be a deeper team than everyone um and i would say i think ghana is going to get second i think they're going to outplay portugal cristiano ronaldo's not going to be able to do enough um to get past the ghana i think Ghana's going to use their chance wisely and beat a Portugal. And if they beat us, like I ex- assume they will, then I think that'll be enough enough to get them through. Yeah. What do you like, Zach? I, I mean, if you think if you think Germany's going to, you know, put on the brakes against the U.S. with Jurgen Klinsmann, their former manager, yeah, they're not gonna... played. There, there's no chance. So they're they're going to go all out and you know getting embarrassed in Florida over the summer with that. Silly own goal that lost him the game. Oh, in Washington or whatever Washington, it was. Yeah. Was- oh, yeah, Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah, that was centennial game. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, like there's there's no chance. So I I I agree. I think Germany's Germany's going to come out on top, but Portugal is going to beat Ghana because Ghana's Ghana's not the best team. But I mean they they have the U.S. number, so they're going to beat the U.S. But Cristiano Ronaldo can take over a game, and he's going to do that against Ghana. So it's going to be Germany, uh, Portugal, Ghana, U.S. I mean, going back to what, before I make my predictions, going back to what you said, Yo, is about the press conference and your Klinsman being upset, that's a sign of weakness, which he cannot, he can't show. And obviously, you know, when we were talking about before, so all the other players, when they asked about it, you know, they were kind of shaky, you know, they were shaky about it, and they weren't very happy about it, you know, from their expressions. You can't do that as a head coach. If you're going to change a program, like the U.S. national team, you got to stay positive, and you can't show emotion, because if you show emotion, it's going to affect your players. And I think right there, that's the first battle they have to get over is this. Now we know we have this group. You know, his first thing should be, should be like, yeah, you know, it's tough, but we can do it. You know, maybe we're not going to win it. Maybe, you know, but we're going to compete. You know, and that's what I, I would rather see from Klinsmann, you know, and the players than just these expressions. Oh, crap. We have to play Germany and Portugal and a team we haven't beaten ever in Ghana. But needless to say, I think this U.S. team can come out of this group it's going to be difficult it's going to be competitive but like i said before it's the game of soccer anything can happen uh you know people win in the extra time people win you know from you know three minutes into the game i think they can beat ghana i think they have a talent like i said before they have to put they have to put the good back line together they have a solid keeper in tim howard they have it they can have a strong midfield at times with michael bradley uh you know and i think out the door if he can play well then yeah if he can kind of you know cut down on how many chances he gets and you know in scoring those earlier chances he get he has as well, um, you know Dempsey is great in the midfield as well. He can he comes up with clutch goals. You know, question is is Donovan going to be on the roster? Uh, they're going to have that experience. They want to bring back Trundle and all their all the stuff they've been talking about. So you know there, there's just right now it's I know this is really early prediction, but you know. I'm sure it'll change when we do another podcast eventually later down the road. But anyways, but my first prediction, I think they can beat Ghana. I think they can tie Germany. I don't think they can beat Germany, but I think they can tie Germany. I think if they they can sit in some kind of defensive formation and they can play strong in the midfield, you know, maybe just have one attacking forward up top, you know, I think they can do that. And I think they can beat Portugal as well. But needless to say, I think the two people that are going to come out of this group, though, I think it's going to be... I'm going to go with Portugal on top, and I'm going to go with the United States finishing second. 
Well, so Germany doesn't go through. I, I think I think Portugal, because Ronaldo, he has been criticized throughout his career for not being clutch. And I think, you know, he's getting old, he's getting up there. He wants to push this team through. And I think he can. So when that Sweden game, if you guys watched, you know, th- th- those three goals he scored were amazing. You know, and you know, he, he can will him he can will himself and will his team to to win games. The question is though, can he stay composed when he's not when he's when he's not into the game as much? That's the biggest question. But I think they do have the talent where they can they can move on. So I think Portugal can win and I think the US can finish second in the group. I think it's interesting. I think there's no chance Germany doesn't get out of the group. I think I think Germany is by far winning this group. I think they're the second best team in the nation for a reason. I'm just being honest. You know, what I saw to Germany is they want to win. Those guys are powerful. And I think that Germany is fielding one of the best teams they've ever fielded in years. And they looked very good when doing it. So I like Germany to win the group, no doubt. Um, I do like, you know, Portugal in that second runner-up play. You know, I do agree with you. I do think they get out. I think Ghana, if you look at their 2010, is, you know, they only had four points. They got in. They were tied with second and third. I believe it was Australia. Um, they got through through goal differential. So Ghana has shown times of struggle. Um, so I think you know Portugal gets through, but I'll say this. I think the U.S. has the chance to get through. It by far won't be winning this group, okay? And if they do, God bless U.S. soccer. I just don't see it. And Germany, and Zach mentions it, I can't see Germany putting on the brakes. I'm just saying they could feel the lesser squad. I ultimately don't think they would. It's just a little silver lining. Germany's coming after Klinsman. They want to win, period. Klinsman just happens to stand in the way. They're just trying to win. And look, people remember. Soccer is a very funny memory. It's a very funny game. They remember that they lost on U.S. turf, essentially, to the United States, a team that people expected them to win, BCAQ team. doesn't matter. Germany expects to be the United States anytime they take the pitch together. So I like Germany to win the game, you know, to win that group with Portugal and the U.S. somewhere three or four, but... I think they have the chance, but it's very soon. It's very early, and I don't think we need to wish for an injury. Um, I do. I think we need to just see what they're doing, and it's a long time. I think we got the players to win, but at the same time, we have a tough draw, but I'm glad we do because it's versus. It's, it's not the draw that we had with England and Slovenia and Algeria last time. It's a more competitive draw, and this is how you advance your your federation. You you know you put yourself with a world class manager with a world class group, and I think a world-class country in a program. So when the stars align here, I think the U.S. can get through. I really do. So I don't know any parting thoughts on, you know, what you guys saw out of this draw, Brooks. Anything? What Easy groups, hardest group. Is the United States in the hardest group? I mean, they're definitely top three. Okay. I, mean, I think the, Sp- the group B is definitely the hardest group. Come on. Me too. Spain, uh, Holland, and Chile. You know, Australia really got screwed because, you know, they're just an average team. You know, uh, not too many star players playing for a lot in, you know, the big leagues, big soccer leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely uh, Group B is probably the hardest. G, yeah, second. Uh, you know, probably third, I would say, probably, you know, Group C with Colombia, Greece, Ivory Coast, Japan. That's kind of, That can be a crapshoot because a lot of different teams, you know, the, some of those teams can really, you know, underperform. And overperform. Greece can surprise people. Japan plays off and on. You know, Ivory Coast has speedy guys and great players in Drogba, Gervinho. Uh, in Colombia with Falcao, great attacking forward. 
Uh, so it you know it'll be interesting to see who's going to move on you know to the round of uh, to the next round of the knockout stage. So there's a lot there's a lot um, to really look at. But Yale's toughest group: United States Group G, or is B tougher? I'd say Group B is tougher. Me too. I, I'm going to agree with that. I think B is tougher. So technically, I don't think we're in the group of death. We're in a group of death. Um, I like Group A too with Brazil, Mexico, and Cameroon. That's those are difficult games. I think Brazil will ultimately get through. Um, Nate Silver said that it's like a 99.6% chance they're getting through. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Um, but those are that's a strong group. And also Group D with Uruguay, uh, England, Italy, and Costa Rica. That's a tough group. Yeah, that's not a – England can – they've underperformed before, but they if they play up to um, – their potential, they can complete with an Italy, and that it's going to be a tough second place to I think a Uruguay squad. Yeah, Zach, toughest group G or no? I, th- I think it's I think it's the U.S. I think the U.S. has okay. the Trump toughest group. If you look at if you take the Coca Cola the, the FIFA rankings, I'm doing air quotes. How yeah, <laughs> wonderful they are. Um, <laughs> you know the the highest average group is the U.S.'s group. I think it's like 11 point something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that the the most my most anticipated group is the is Spain's group. But I think that um, the U.S. is in the toughest group. I'm looking forward to that first game, Spain versus the Netherlands rematch, rematch from the final. That's going to be the the game of the to watch. group stages. You know, there's a lot of good games, and you know, what? Yeah, I mean, it's a crap true. I mean, is, is the U.S. in the in the toughest group? Maybe Group A. I think it's tough. Croatia, Cameroon, and Brazil aren't bad teams. Group B is. I think an amazing group. You mentioned it, Zach. That first game is Netherlands Spain. Like rematch it to twenty ten, serious. And then you have chilling to that an Australian average team which is like Tim Cahill and crew. They're they're done for. Then you look at C fuck out. That's a decent group. I think Coast and Columbia advance, but ultimately group D is another tough group. I think there's four really tough groups. And I think, yeah, is it A group of death? Maybe it's not the group of death. But the thing is, there's multiple groups to that because this World Cup field is the best, I think, in years that we've seen is how good this team is and how good the teams are. And the travel doesn't make it any easier versus the South Africa, which is very close. You're dealing with bigger travel now, so would that play into effect? Hopefully we don't see injuries because you ev- you want every team to be on their A+. A-, A plus. It is the World Cup, you know? You want to see teams perform. I don't want to see anyone lose their star guy. But it, it's there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about, Yale. Yeah, I think this is definitely the strongest World Cup ever. Um, twenty three of the top twenty five teams in the world are in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, every past winner's in it. Um, there's no Cinderellas. There's no s- small country who sneaked in um, who would get run over by like a Germany or a yeah. Spain. Um, you have the powerhouse host in Brazil, and there's only one new team in Bosnia. Um, so it's a, it's a really strong group or a really strong World Cup, and I think that's why we have like four, almost five groups of death. It's just soccer across the whole world is becoming much better, and the talent is being spread around to where everyone is good, and that's what's going to make this probably one of the better World Cups to watch in the past maybe two World Cups. There's no doubt from a fan perspective, we're excited because this is going to be awesome. Regardless of, you know, obviously you want to see United States. I, I hope one day United States can just win, win you know, the, the World Cup. There's a reason why I was so devastated in 2009 when we lost the Confed Cup. I was devastated because I never saw United States on that level ever beating the best team in the world, Spain, and then you, you're, you're beating Brazil and you lose it. So what I'm saying is, look, you realize that what everyone has done, but I'm pretty sure 
um, Brazil won uh, the Confederation Cup, okay? Isn't there, a, like, a statistic, I'm pretty sure, that no team that has won the Confederation Cup ever won the World Cup? Isn't that true? Something like that. I mean, something like true. that. I think that's what they were saying in the ESPN. Is Brazil the favorite to win this World Cup? Yes. Oh, for sure. They're the favorite. Will they win the World Cup? I don't think so. I don't think they'll win. I, 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 There's too many other good teams, and to get through all of them as the host, I don't think they'll be able to do it. Rapid reaction, who do you guys think will win this World Cup? Very prelim. I say Spain again. Spain? Germany. Germany. Uh, Putting you on the spot, Brooksy. Yeah. Mm. Tough. This is really tough. I mean, I love Spain. You know, I love Spain's Germany. Spain's great. Germany's Germany great. As well. What about Netherlands? Don't sleep on the Dutch. No, I love the Dutch, but I just don't think they have, you know, they have to get out of that group with Spain, and then, you know, eventually they may have to meet them again. So, you know, it's... You like España. I do. I, you can't you can't go wrong with Spanish football. How they play, very tactical, very smooth, knocking the ball around. Like I said, remember how I always bring up keep keep you know getting those chances, key yeah. chances. They don't miss much, so I'd say Spain. Spain. So we have two Spain, one Germany. I'll say this: I do like the Germans as well. I think Germany is just so built to win. But there's one team I'll bring up that don't sleep on, and I'm not going to say the U.S. is Argentina, and I think. You don't think so? No. Okay, why not? Tell me. Well, they have Leo Messi. It's like it's like Portugal. Portugal mm-hmm. is never going to win a World Cup because mm-hmm. they have Cristiano Ronaldo. He can get him past the group stage, but not much further. Argentina has Messi. They have a few strikers. Whatever. That's good. But I like Belgium. Belgium is my Belgium is a host. great team. You can't you know, sit on Belgium. They've got they've got the complete team. They're all young, so they're gonna they're just getting better. But I yeah. love Lukaku for for Belgium. I mean, Everton got a steal with him in the EPL. I love Lukaku. He's a strong, young guy that they can have up top. And with Fellaini and everyone else they have. Fellaini's amazing. Fellaini's he good. You know, there, though. And Min- Minulay in, in that. It's I, like, they got the complete team. Better than, they would beat Lionel Messi's team any day of the week. And the only reason why, and that's an interesting point, the only reason why I bring up Argentina is they're local. So they're local, and they're pretty much almost, they're playing a game that essentially is a home game. They're right there on the Brazil border. So when you're looking at it, they're really right there. And they're playing in front of a lot of their fans. I'm just saying they have a pretty easy group. They'll get out. If they can beat Bosnia, I'm very curious to know. You, we mentioned, you know, has Leo performed for his national team like he has for his club team? No. Is this the year he breaks out? I'm not saying they win it. I think Belgium's the clear-cut dark horse. But just don't sleep on Argentina. I think they have an easy group. Will that make them complacent? We'll see. But Belgium's a... So my, you know, my dark horse is going to be mm, Argentina, maybe Belgium. Quick around. So, Zach, your dark horse is Belgium. Belgium. What do you like, Brooksy? I like a dark horse team that can make noise. Not necessarily win it, but make noise. I also like to say that, the, that I think that no European team has won in South America a World Cup ever. Every, and ever. And South America, I think, I think for the five times it's been there, they said today, I think a South American team has won every five times every five times it's been. So all of us are picking European teams for dark hours and or yeah. mo- mostly I think to that, win it. I, I believe that is what they said when in the previews and everything Ian Dark had said. Uh <laughs> You know it's tough. I mean, okay, I love Belgium. I don't know. I, I feel Who doesn't like, love I feel Belgium? Like being in, I feel like just going off the the black arena. I mean, Why not? come on, honestly, I I picked Portugal in the US to advance. I mean, I mean that was that was just me being inspirational here. I mean, yeah, you know that's just for now. But for now, does anyone like the English? 
I don't. No. I don't. I, mean, I don't are, like the English. They're cur- like they can. They never do. I, I don't like. But if they Daniel Sturridge comes back, I feel like if Daniel Sturridge comes back strong off his ankle injury, and if they can somehow mold it together, I feel like they have an offensive with a guy that can score. But they have a really tough group. Again, they have Italy and Uruguay, who I was about to say is my dark You're horse. Uruguay? Italy's yeah. very old, though. I'm sorry. Italy's they still on have the talent. Side. Look, you can never sleep in the Italians. I, I've learned that the hard way. You never sleep in the Italians. And I'm Italian. You never sleep on them. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never sleep on them because they can make noise. Like No one saw them winning that 06 World Cup. They win that World Cup. Okay? But the thing is, Yale brings up Uruguay. Why not Uruguay, guys? In a South American World Cup, they can win it, can they not? They got third place, I believe, last year, or last World Cup. They're off and on. Uh, you know, they had trouble qualifying. You know, I, I just think we need to, you know, Suarez is kind of that same player as Ronaldo at times. When you take Suarez out of the game and he gets frustrated, he it affects the whole team. And Diego Forlan's too a little too old. You know, when he was a young player playing, great player. And you had two solid players in Suarez and Forlan. But, you know, if you take some of the guys out, and they also don't have a very strong defense as well. So, you know, that, that's why I don't – that's why I, that's why I bring up England. I think England can maybe make noise if Uruguay does not play well. I but, would I would argue that they still have that thing. They have Edison Cavani up there with Suarez. So they. I feel like that's better than when they have Forlan. So I think that's why they are a dark horse. They're in South America. Um, Argentina and Brazil are going to get all the attention. They have a somewhat – Possibly, I said there was a more difficult group before, um, but if England and Costa Rica underperform, then they're definitely going through. And Cavani's awesome. Yeah, like, they have he is the, awesome. They have watch. the stars and they have the goal scores to sneak you through a difficult game, and I think that can get them to a third place match. Or something. I mean, without a doubt, you know, led by their skipper, De- you know, Diego Lugano. I mean, they have experience. They've been there. They know what it takes. Now you had Cavani. I think Suarez, I think they had trouble qualifying because they have that whole thing with Suarez, that whole, the, the suspensions and all that. But now the dust is settled. He loves Anfield again. So that's the thing. It's just, you know, it, is, is, Ur- is Uruguay a team that you could sleep? What about Colombia? Falcao's great. What about Colombia? Uruguay, though, in the Confed Cup, they didn't play very well. So you have to bring up that as well. Yeah, it's but, true. No, Falcao is a great player for Colombia. You know, um, but who else do they have? That's the question. But they're ranked. I mean, they're a seeded team. I know it's a joke system. They're a great. They're a great squad. Can we not? There's a lot of teams, and that just goes back to what Yale said. This World Cup is so competitive. It's almost like avoiding a group of death was inevitable. You were gonna get it. Any predictor you did on ESPN.com, like Sunil Gulati was praying that they get deep in this deep in this cup. I don't see it. I just don't. So there's a lot to see. I mean, we'll break it down in a further um, podcast. Really breaking down this World Cup. We'll go in more depth in a later show about each team, each group, what we like. Once we start knowing squads, and once we start knowing what teams are going to be playing, some of these matches, and where you know, just a lot to be. Six months is a long time. There's a lot of stuff in the in-between. So we just want to thank Zach for just coming on. We loved having you here. It was great. Um, U.S. soccer guy. It's always good to have him talk about U.S. soccer and MSU expansion. Not MLS, not MSU expansion. But we'll talk about all that stuff later for Gales. Um, thanks again for kind of talking on. And Brooks, our two guys in, who cover Corner Kick for MSU Impact Sports. It's always great to be podcasting with you guys and just talking about what can we expect of this World Cup draw and get our minds off it? Because it was pretty crappy, <laughs> to be honest with you. But that's it. We're signing off. Be sure to check out other our content on our website, impact89fm.org sports. You can find all the soccer content from MSU, 
Go green. Hopefully they can beat Notre Dame. And most importantly, U.S., let's pray for that they get out of this group. We'll talk later. 